0: Welcome to the Darren Sargent Show. I'm your host, Darren Sargent. This is the show where we provide life advice from a single-handed perspective. Looking forward to sharing with you today. Let's jump in to this episode as we talk about what are you thinking? In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning in verse 3, the Apostle Paul deals with one of the most impacting principles when it comes to living a successful life. He said, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations in every high thing, that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The Apostle Paul presents a very real issue that I believe is often overlooked because if truth be told, we tend to get oftentimes stuck in the mundaneness of life, the rut of the routine, and we often simply, I think, forget that Every one of us that are desiring to move forward in life, we forget that we are involved in really an epic struggle for survival. Struggle is the very essence of life. If you are a leader listening to this today, struggle is the very essence of leadership. In fact, true leadership, in my opinion, demands resistance. Because it is the resistance that produces the strength that's needed to move beyond the current demands and the situations of life that attack who and what we are as people, desiring for success. Resistance is—it's the lifeblood of effective and a powerful life. You have to have resistance to become successful. Because without it, you and I will never become who God desires for you and I to become, and though we often deal with tangible things when we talk about resistance, the majority, and this is where I'm going today, the majority of what we fight is spiritual. And the evident place of that attack is so often found between our ears and our mind. Now, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned a statement, very simple yet profound statement that I have lived by since I was about 19, 18, 19 years of age. And it's simply this, you will never make an impact if you are not committed to the collision. Now, I think it's safe to say for a little refresher here today that all of us in that are listening to this podcast today have a desire to make a difference. We have a desire to make an impact with our lives. It's why we're listening to this. But the difficulty lies in what that impact demands. You have to collide with who you are to truly make a difference, to truly make an impact. You have to collide with the way that you think about life, about struggle, about people, about all kinds of things. I could go, the list could go on and on and on. Now I have discovered that I can only fix what I'm willing to face. I can only conquer what I am willing to confront. In order to correctly maneuver past issues that want to hold us back, we have, to, we have to hit stinking thinking on the head and we have to deal with it. If we just ignore our bad thinking and believe that we're going to succeed in life, it's not going to happen. You can't ignore bad thinking. Now for us to grab a hold of this in this podcast today, we need to remember something. So much of how we think determines how we live. If we are to address the opportunity to possess a mind that is powerful and steady and steadfast, we need to talk about what it is that we allow to take up residence in our minds that keeps us from moving into all that God has for you and I. Now, let me throw something in here real quick, and we'll circle back to it maybe toward the end of our time together today. But the fact is some of us don't need a better scenario. We don't need a change of location. We don't need a different job. We don't need a different spouse. We need a fresh perspective. We need a new way of thinking and seeing things for the way that they truly are. I trust that you'll forgive me for some personal references that I'm going to make today, but (laughs) this is my show, so I guess I can do what I want, but this has been a major revelation in my own life. For as long back as I can remember, I've had to consistently adjust my thinking concerning the way that I was born. If you don't know me, if this is your first episode in the Darren Sargent Show, let me just let you know I was born with only one hand. I'm missing my left hand from uh, just a little past the elbow and down. So I know what it is to have to deal with some things in my mind concerning the way that I was born. My thought process about my condition has been an epic battle specifically and especially when I was younger. My, my challenge, I'll just be honest with you, my challenge has never been about my physical condition. Sure, I can't do sign language. You may only get half the message. And I'm probably not going to join the Olympic swim team because I swim in circles. But my challenge has been my mind because what I have discovered is that your mind is the gateway to your greatest tragedy or your greatest triumph. And this is where the enemy and our own past sets up shop to destroy us. Because if he can get our mind to question our value, if he can get our mind to focus on the problems and not the solutions, then the words that come out of our mouth will affect our direction. I've also, and we'll probably take a podcast and just talk about this statement, because this statement right here that I'm about ready to make has been a life statement, and it's simply this. Attitude determines direction, and direction is more important than speed. It may have been the voice of doubt, fear, anxiety, whatever you want to call it, that crept in at times trying to convince me and maybe trying to convince you you're not gifted enough, you're not talented enough, you don't have what it takes. But remember, Paul reminds us it's the weak things of the world that God uses to confound the mighty. And I've got to allow my attitude to think the way that God wants me to think. The Apostle Paul also understood this powerful force that we need to consistently be working on when he wrote to the church in Rome. And he encouraged them and even encouraged us today by saying, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The mind possesses the potential to make or break you, so it must continually be renewed. Now, there are three disciplines that we all need to be made aware of in our lives, and the Word of God addresses all three of these. And let me just quickly go through these. Again, we may take a podcast in the future and kind of unpack these a little bit more, but there's the physical discipline. Romans chapter 6, it says, Don't yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness. So that tells me that I am to discipline my body to not be involved in unrighteousness. That's a no-brainer. That's Scripture. But then there's the social discipline. Jesus and Paul both deal with this. Love your neighbor as yourself. I think we are in a time in our culture right now where this probably needs to be practiced a little bit more. I am to discipline myself to love my neighbor just as I do myself. This can be difficult at times, but it is doable. These are areas, these two are areas of disciplines that Others can see that I am working on. I I can work on these and people take notice. I can let the word and spirit of God influence and change my behaviors and you will notice. But the struggle happens in the third discipline. It's the mental discipline. No one sees what's going on in my mind. Now, this is where Paul tells us we need to focus our energy. If I do not discipline my mind correctly, it will affect the arena of my physical disciplines what I do with my body, what comes out of my mouth, and it will affect my social disciplines, how I relate to my family, my friends, my brothers, and my sisters, even the world. So if I don't win this battle of the mind, it affects how I act, how I talk, it affects how I relate to others. Paul knew something, thought become thoughts become words, words become actions, Actions become habits, and habits shape your destiny. Let me say that all together. Thoughts become words, words become actions, actions become habits, and habits shape your destiny. Our thoughts are basically a conversation with ourselves, and our thoughts become a transcript that describes our future. This is why I've never considered myself disabled. I've never looked at myself as someone who is handicapped. I've never looked at myself as someone who is lacking. Now, I'll get to this in a minute, but God defines who I am, not my circumstance. My circumstance does not define me. I'm going to define my circumstance with the help of God. This is why Paul would tell the Corinthians, you need to understand this is not a physical battle that we are in. This is a spiritual fight. And you and I must wage war in a spiritual manner in order to tear down the strongholds. And then he defines what those strongholds are by telling us to cast down imaginations. Those are strongholds in your mind. And every high thing, strongholds in your mind, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And we need to bring it into captivity, every thought that's a stronghold in your mind, to the obedience of Christ, because he understood that your mind is the gateway to your victory or your defeat. I want to make a statement. Maybe you ought to write it down or go back and listen to this if you're driving, walking, running, exercising, whatever you're doing. Life will always move in the direction of your strongest thoughts. I am thankful today that I'm taking time to deal with this because healthy minds, and I'm thankful God put this on my spirit because Healthy minds are what is needed to succeed. One of my favorite verses in the word of God, and I've already talked about this in one of the earlier podcasts, but Psalm 139 is absolutely one of my favorite portions of scripture. Verse 14 says, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being imperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in count continuance were fashioned when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. What God thinks about you matters, and how you think about God thinking about you matters. Verse 18 says, if I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I am awake, I am still with thee. Every one of us that are listening to this today, were fearfully and wonderfully made, but the tragedy lies in what shapes that understanding over time. We are all born with promise and potential. That is what it means to be fearfully and wonderfully made, but time and circumstances, failure, tragedy, trouble, Going through struggle, it it warps that original design. The pressure of life, the pressure of leadership can warp how your mind thinks. Our mind begins to be twisted by the struggle and we develop habits that hinder our progress and it all begins right here in our minds. That's why Proverbs reminds us, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So how do you and I make sure that we have a mind that is built for success as with everything in life there is a negative and there is a positive the negative is found in what paul writes in corinthians casting down imaginations we have to cast down those thoughts that cause us to think things are different than what they are think things are worse than what they really are imaginations are huge folks Bringing into captivity every thought that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. That's the negative. It's the work. It's the effort to cast down those imaginations that just run wild at times in our lives. But then there's the positive. Think on these things, Paul would say. We renew our minds by thinking on things that Paul told the church in Philippi to think about. Don't think the worst about your neighbor. Don't think the worst about your friend. Don't think the worst about your co-worker. Think things that are just, holy, pure. The idea is that of focusing our thoughts until they shape our behavior. The truth is, what we think is what we become. Where we have kept our minds is where we are. Our thoughts shape our behavior. Go back to the three areas of discipline. Physical and social behavior is always affected by my mental behavior. What we do is what we think. We have to replace negative thoughts with positive faith. My, my every thought should be guided by six principles that I'm going to give to you, and it's these principles that I believe will help daily renew your mind. Think on these. Whatsoever things are true, don't believe the negative and the false first. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest. Don't just believe the dishonest things. Whatsoever things are just, that's, that means right and righteous behavior. Whatsoever things are pure, that's morally clean. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report. Everything about who I am, who I am as a dad, who I am as a leader, who I am as a husband, who I am as a pastor, begins with what I think about myself. I cannot move forward with thoughts that keep pushing me backward. You know, we never rise to the level of our desires or wishes, but we do fall to the level of our actions and our thoughts. An unguarded mind is an unprotected mind. Patrol your mind. Put guard around your mind by rejecting every thought that doesn't meet what Paul is saying here in Philippians 4.8. Stop it from crossing over into your mind where it can ruin your relationships and defeat your dreams and stop forward progress in your life. Consider the wisdom that we find in Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Here the word heart can be interchangeable with the words mind and soul. So the rider is stressing that whatever you do, above all else, set up a border patrol to guard your mind. I live in the San Diego area. We know what border patrol is. You have thoughts that others have put into you. Some of you that are listening to me right now, you are governed by someone else's opinion of you. You need to reject that opinion. That is not who God has declared you to be. You don't have to accept every thought people have told you or hold about you or the image they may try to project on you. You are who God says you are. I've spent my life, let's just get honest, I've spent my life fighting against boxes others have tried to put me in. I am not who others say I am. I am who God says I am. And I reject every thought that says otherwise. This is why I decided early to take up different challenges like like golf, Here's the deal. If you beat me, you're not going to go tell everybody that you beat a one-armed guy. But if I beat you, I'm going to take out an ad in the USA Today, and I'm going to let everyone know that I beat you. I refuse to be limited by a mindset. The Bible emphasizes that your mind is a battlefield where you win or you lose in life. Your life will turn out very differently depending on which thoughts you accept or reject. God has thoughts toward me that are good. Scripture tells me that. And I need to adopt those thoughts. And I need to remind myself often, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am a product of divinity. I am a partaker of a divine nature. There needs to be no doubt in your mind. There needs to be no doubt in my mind about who we are and what we are called to do. I believe that this is an hour that we are to make an impact in our world. We need to rise up, but we can't do that if we're limited by our thinking. We have to adjust our thinking to what God says about you and I. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. What are you thinking about today? Get your mind in the right place. Start believing that with God all things are possible. Start believing that no weapon formed against you will prosper. Choose to think on these things. Thank you for joining me today. Darren Sargent here with the Darren Sargent Show. You can learn more about me at darrensargent.com. Have an awesome day.